Alright, welcome to another episode of Daddy No, episode number 22, day number 157 of being a stay-at-home father. Uh, my son will join us later in the podcast. He is on the toilet right now because, like I said, or pretty much like I say every week, he's potty training, so he's doing good. Uh, we found a way to get him to go, and that is... Uh, Okay, that doesn't sound like it's going too well. My wife came home from lunch, so she's helping him go potty. Are you running down the hallway with no pants? Yep. Go put your... Hey, go sit in the toilet. I want to sit in the toilet. I don't want to... Well, I thought we found a way. We put... <laughs> the back room has a TV, so we, we opened the, the, the sliding door for the bathroom and let him watch TV while he uh, takes his dump, which is, that's actually my favorite place to go to the bathroom because it's perfect. The TV's right there. You open up the sliding door in the guest room and you get to watch and it's nice and it's comfortable. And uh, I get to watch in comfort, you know what I mean? And so we thought maybe he would enjoy the same thing too, but um, apparently he's upset for some reason because, yeah, (laughs) he got real mad and my mom gave me this idea because every time, so now we got him to go into to, to the potty right and we want him of course to wipe his own butt and he's like no you wipe my butt you have to wipe my butt and I'm like alright we'll wipe your butt but uh, if I wipe your butt you gotta wipe my butt and he was like gross exactly exactly he was like why is uh, huh he's like exactly if it's gross for you to wipe my butt why would I want to wipe your butt and he was just like uh alright then wipe your own butt and uh, he did it once. He was grossed out by it. Just like, oh, I was like, yeah. How do you think we feel? So at least now he's starting to feel that. We're talking about it right now on the podcast. Well, you need, you peed your pants. Oh, you need your pants. Hey, hey, go put them on. Hey, cover up your butt and everything. Go put on your pants. You can do it. I believe in you. You can put on your pants. You can't do it? Yes, you can. I believe you can. Hey, the exterminator's here. He's going to see you naked. I'll go put some pants on right now. You never notice until you have children how much nudity goes around in the house. A lot of nudity. I mean, it's, 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 it's our children, but still. It's uh, just nudity. No, you want to do it. <laughs> All right, there you go, son. Good job. All right, he's going back to go put on his pants, and uh, he didn't go, but at least he sat on the toilet for a little bit. And if anything, at least we teach him how to sit on the toilet and get hemorrhoids. So that's good, right? He'll sit on there for 30, 40 minutes when he's an adult and just get hemorrhoids. I believe that's how you get hemorrhoids, right? I don't know if that's that. It's from too much pushing. I'm going to have to go Google that, and the next episode, we'll talk about hemorrhoids. All right, so today we're going to talk about, I did a survey. The survey was, are you a bad person? A few people answered that. Whoa. Hey, calm down, man. People are hearing you. Relax. Relax. What is he yelling at? Ooh. Oh, he doesn't. That's okay. He doesn't want to put on his. He wants to put on his pajama pants. Doesn't. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. He doesn't want to put on shorts. People are like a ten to your child. My wife is doing that. That's my wife. She likes to mock him. That's good parenting, right? People are like, you shouldn't do that. Hey, shut up. All right, this is uh, this is how we have to deal with our children. This is how we do it. It's it's uh, we have to entertain ourselves because then everybody just gets mad. Can everybody stop yelling in the background? Jeez, 
to all you bad person <laughs> that survey people took it and uh, short answer like I said you're a horrible person because you took the quiz that was the whole test so everybody's like now we're not going to take any of your quizzes you ever put on Facebook well uh, the rest won't be like that alright uh, 4th of July weekend hope you had a good 4th of July weekend I did had uh, great shows the for that weekend and we'll talk about that. And something really crazy happened. I, I was uh, emceeing for a guy named Rick Gutierrez, who is the guy who helped, who opens for Fluffy and helped him write his last two specials. So something, I was just like, wow, like, really cool happened. Uh, Kevin Durant going to Golden State Warriors. Alton Sterling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, was shot and killed uh, last night. So we'll talk about that. A Russian warship went very close to a U.S. destroyer in the Mediterranean Sea. They set like 300 yards apart, which these are huge ships, so 300 yards apart is very, very close. And then um, Nigel Farage, or Farage, or however you say your name, from UKIP, from uh, the one of the British parties, the one that wanted to leave the European Union, the, he's the one who really led it. Uh, he put out a movie a long time ago, I think back like in 04, 05, some documentary. So that was his whole goal, and he quit. He just quit. He was just like, yeah, I, I, my goal has been achieved, and so now I'm going to quit. So are you a bad person? That was the survey. And the survey just has three simple questions. Do you think you're a bad person? Has anybody ever called you a bad person? And have you ever yelled, uh, what did I say? Oh, yeah, have you ever yelled uh, world star while filming a fight? Those are the three questions. A few people said yes to those questions. But the whole point was if you took the survey to find out if you're a bad person, I put at the end, congratulations, you are a horrible person because you had to take a Facebook quiz to find out if you are a bad person. I think people just like to find out stuff about themselves. You know, we, we all do. If it's about us, we like talking about us. I mean, look at me. I'm doing a podcast, right? I try not to talk about me so much. But, I mean, it's a podcast by myself pretty much because my son decides, oh, yeah, we're doing the podcast. You feel better now that you pooped? Yeah, I see you got your pajamas on. So. Your hand hurts from what? From wiping your butt so much? No, my mama. Oh, your mama. Your mama wiped your butt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that means later on when mama no, goes no, to the bathroom, no, you got to no, wipe her butt? No, not this butt. You're going to have to wipe her butt. And then I wiped your butt yesterday twice, so that means you have to wipe my butt twice. You're going to wipe my butt? Hey, you're going to wipe... I got a big butt, too. That's going to be a lot of wiping. You're going to have to put your whole arm in toilet paper and just go whoop and wipe my butt. Hey, calm down, Carmelo. All right, I'm going to put on pause because uh, the exterminator's here. Because uh, we got huge roaches right now because it's Texas. They kind of fly. Uh, you know what? I'll just I'll talk about that for a little bit. Hold up. I'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Uh, yeah, was, the exterminator just got here. We do a natural type of extermination where they do peppermint. That way uh, they can have... my spot. I know it's your spot. Got it. You got the chair. This my spot. Yes, that is your spot. We've just been having killer roaches lately. Like, they're ones that fly, but they're not scared of us. They fly at us. They're the tree roaches. They're like an inch and a half long, and they fly straight at you. And yesterday we killed like four, and the day before that we killed like three. And every, like we come in the kitchen, turn on light, it's there. My brother-in-law stayed here during uh, my son's uh, birthday, and a roach crawled inside his shirt. And then he smashed it on his chest because he didn't know it was a roach. And then he looked in there, and it was just bug juice everywhere, uh, which is a funny story, but still disgusting. Uh, my mother, not my mother, was it my mother or my father? I forgot who it was that was staying here, and one crawled on their face. Same thing happened to Marissa. I wouldn't be able to sleep if I felt like a roach. You hurt your nose doing what? 
That guy hurt your nose? Yeah. So, did he punch you in the nose? Right now. He hurt? Did he punch you in the nose? No, that he punched. He punched you in the nose? Really? Because I was watching right now. That didn't happen. He just came over here and said the exterminator guy punched him in the nose. Mama, my nose. He punched me in the nose. You are a habitual liar, son. He got punched in the nose, he said. He's a liar. Punch me in the nose. Hello? He said, he said the, the, the exterminator guy punched him in the nose. He ran into his butt. I know. <laughs> he, put, he ran into his butt right now? <laughs> no, he came the thing, he ran into his butt, his face was right at his butt level, and then right now when he came to tell me, he was like right here, right, right in his crotch. Oh, my God. I was like, hey, personal space. Jeez, man. He punched me in the nose with his butt when I ran into it. He's gonna be the he's gonna be that kid who's like, yeah, that kid headbutted my fist. <laughs> it's like, no, you punched them. You punched the kid. Logic. Yeah, exactly. So now make sure he's not watching anything bad because I'm a horrible parent and I can't do that because I'm podcasting. So this Fourth of July weekend was fun. We um, the actual Fourth of July day on Monday, I spent with my family. Had a good day. Oh man, put the kids to bed early. Me and the wife. Oh yeah, we uh, we slept. It was beautiful. Oh my, we, we drank and then we slept. It was the nicest sleep that I've gotten in a long time. Went to bed early, 11 o'clock. Jealous? Yeah. Went to bed at 11 o'clock. Of course, my wife got woken up like an hour later to feed my daughter. But I slept so nicely. <laughs> it's about Netflix and sleep. That's what it's about. Actually, you don't even watch Netflix. Just sleep. That's all we want to do is sleep. Because we're tired all the time. That's the only thing about parenting. They're like, whoa, don't, like, what, what, what would I sacrifice or what would, what would I give up? You give up sleep. That's what you give up. You give up a lot of sleep and you're just tired all the time, which means you drink more caffeine. That's it, which makes you more jittery, more irritable because you're sleepy. And, yeah. So my, my wife's changing my daughter right now. That's why you hear her crying in the back. Uh, anyway, so 4th of July was fun. Uh, we did a, I did a show with Rick Gutierrez down at the Improv. Rick Gutierrez, he's the guy who helped write for Gabriel Iglesias. who helped him with his last two specials. He tours with him and stuff. And uh, it was a great weekend. A cool thing happened. Uh, what happened was it wasn't cool. It, it kind of sucked. But then a cool thing happened. All the lights popped at the same time on a Saturday late show. So the Saturday late show, everything just pop, 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 pop. All the lights popped because it was for some reason it was hot in there. I don't know why it was hot. It wasn't like extremely hot, but like 75 degrees, and it's a packed show. And then the lights, I guess from the heat, and apparently they said there was dust in there. All of them popped, and it's just like, oh, I guess this is the end of the show. And they started booing, like not at him, but at the situation. Like, man, we came here to see you. I want to see the show. And then so one person put up their phone and put on their light. And they're like, everybody put on their lights. And then the whole audience, and I put a picture of it on my Twitter and on Facebook, the whole audience held up their smartphones and turned on their, their flashlight on there and lit them so he can finish his, his bit. And I was just like, man, I want fans like that. I, I seriously want fans like that's how hard and he had another five minutes to go so for five minutes that's draining their battery of course uh, <laughs> but for five minutes they held up their lights to let him finish his uh, his last joke and I swear he got teary eyed about that but it was that was cool that was really cool of them but right before that was a real funny situation after a joke and he was about to close there's this big west side dude like he like think like Cholo looking Mexican but big like not huge like 6'4 but for you know the bald dudes you see 
those type of cholo dudes, but like six foot, like my size, like six foot two twenty, like that big of a dude. It stood up, and when you're for that, that's like if it's a big Mexican, basically what you're saying, right? So he stands up, right, and he did it at the perfect time. He's sitting right in the middle, front row, and he stands up, and he goes, "I gotta go pee," and then puts out his arm and goes, "Pause at Rick," and turns around and walks off all cool, and the whole audience, I started cracking up, the whole audience starts cracking up, and he's just like, did you just say pause, like I'm some type of DVD, like what do you mean pause, and he just went at him, and then when he came back, he's, he was stopped, he's like, press play, press, and the audience was like, he was like, what, and the whole audience is like, press play, so he presses play, and then pretends to go back into his act, but it was the perfect timing for that Cholo dude to get up and say that, that was hilarious. Paul, I've never heard anybody ever do that, and especially with the timing that the guy had. It was perfect because he just finished the joke, and the audience laughter had just died down enough, and he was about to go into his, his, his closing bit, his, or not his closing bit, the one right before his closing bit, and then he did that, and then the guy comes back, and he unpauses, and then the lights break. So it was, no, it was a great, it was a great week. Uh, I actually learned a lot from him. Usually... Because Rick's the type of headliner to sit down with you if he likes you, to sit down with you and help you out with your comedy. Uh, Constructive criticism is what I would call it, right? Little things that you might not know, because I'm big on recording myself, but audio, not visual, right? So I don't see the little quirks that I do. I didn't want to see that because I thought, oh, I'm just going to concentrate on the physical part of it. I'm just going to concentrate on... Oh, oh, look at me. I look stupid when I say that or I look stupid when I do that. I just wanted to make sure that I uh, said the joke correctly and that people were laughing at the punchline. Because a lot of times when you don't record yourself and the joke works sometimes and then it doesn't work other times, it's because the punchline is not what people are laughing at. It's an ad lib that they laughed at. That's why the joke didn't work that time. Or you're saying it differently. So I, I listen to myself constantly. Uh, but he was giving me some some pointers on that and then... He was telling me how, like, for my son, I do, uh, I, I do bits about my son. He's like, how come you don't do a voice for your son? You're doing your voice. I never thought about that. I was just like, you're right. I am doing my own voice. And he goes, and the, your, your, your inflections aren't there. Like, I've seen you before, and you're, you're, you're very, um, how can I put it? I was going to say flamboyant. That's not the word at all. You're very, uh, uh, I mean, just with everything that I do, I was very into it. And, 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 and now I'm not so... I, It comes down to this. It comes down to when I'm at open mics, I do my jokes monotone. And the reason I do my jokes more monotone is because I don't want to sell it with my cadence. Get what I mean? Like, I don't want the joke to be funny because people think my personality is funny or the way I'm saying is funny. I want the material to be able to stand on its own, even if you don't like me as a person, even if you don't like my cadence, you're going to like this joke. Because this joke is good, so instead of selling it. But the problem is when you practice it that way, you play it that way. So when I come to the pain audiences, I'm trying to bring it out of me. I'm trying to be, there we go, theatrical. I'm trying to be more theatrical. I'm trying to sell it more, but it's not coming off that way because I haven't practiced it that way. I've practiced it monotone. So he was saying, stop practicing monotone. I was like, well, I don't want to tell my jokes. And he's just like, well, then just write better jokes. So it's like, ah. But he gave me some good advice. And usually when... Headliners or features give me or anybody gives me advice. It's like one in here out the other. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah, that, I don't, I don't give whatever you said, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do what I want to do. Very much like that. And at first I was a little bit like that, but then 
it started to make sense what he was saying. So appreciate it, Rick. Thank you for giving me that advice and uh, showing me a few writing techniques. And uh, I'm going to use that. I appreciate that. So that was my 4th of July weekend. Had a lot of fun. In sports, Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors. I know Spurs fans are upset because we were, it was us, uh, Miami. Those were going to be the two highest paid after taxes. Because, of course, Florida, Texas, less taxes to take away from you. And then uh, he could have gone back to the Thunder, Golden State. And what was the other one? I forgot what the other one was that he met in New York. But he met with the other. But he ended up going with Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I mean, well, they had the best record last year, 73-9. and nine. They, they could have won the championship, didn't win the championship. But, yeah, he went to Golden State. A lot, a lot of people were mad at him saying stuff. Stephen A. Smith came out and said some some stuff about Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant called him an Uncle Tom on Twitter. I was like, are you serious, dude? You called him an Uncle Tom on Twitter. What is wrong with you? Relax. You just made, just, hey, you're probably going to win a ring next year. Probably not. Maybe, I don't know. Hopefully we win. We got Pau Gasol, which I'm happy about. I'm happy that we got Pau Gasol because that's a good center. But, uh, I mean, it's a letdown when I, I was one of those people who believe we're getting Kevin Durant. I was just like, man, we getting Kevin Durant. Why, why would we? Why would we? Because, dude, listen, we got we got uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, right? We got Kawhi Leonard. And now we got Kevin Durant. Those three right there. Those are the big three. We got a new big three, maybe even a bigger big three. But it didn't come, you know, to to fruition. Didn't happen. So we got Pau Gasol, which is still a great pickup. This is still Pau Gasol is still a great pickup. You know, better than picking up David West. I mean, David West, great player, but that's even a better pick. So uh, whether Tim Duncan's coming back or not, I don't know. Maybe news has come out about that, and I haven't heard. But, uh, yeah, so that's Kevin Durant went to Golden State Wars, and, and I'm sure I'm sure, I'm sure, sure they're mad. Oklahoma, Oklahoma's mad, right? But uh, he's, going to, he's going to Oakland, he's, and he's probably going to live in San Francisco. But he's going to Oakland. <laughs> it's like, I ain't living in Oakland. I'm going to live in San Francisco. You're crazy. The only part about that was him calling Stephen A. Smith and Uncle Tom. I was really... It's like, what? I can't believe he called him an Uncle Tom. Uh, going on. Oh, man, this is. So this happened last night. A man named Alton Sterling was selling CDs out in front of a convenience store in, a, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, I don't know how it got started or who called the cops on him or what exactly happened. But cops came and wrestled him down to the ground. Now, once he's on the ground. Uh, one of the police officers, because somebody videotaped this on their cell phone, they're videotaping this, right? And when the officers had him down, one had his arm, and the other one had was stepping on his on his on his le- on his right side was stepping on his leg, and said, "Gun, gun! He has a gun!" So his, the other officer drew out his gun, right? And as he drew out his gun, he goes, "Stop! I will shoot you! Stop! I will shoot you!" And then fired. Uh, multiple rounds into the man's chest, killing him, dead on the spot. And then the cops then removed. He did have a gun in his pocket, uh, but they had to take it out of his pocket. Was he reaching for it? Uh, some bystanders say no, he was not reaching for it. But right now, there's uh, like last night and today, there is uh, not riots, but definitely protests, which I mean. Dang, man, to, to get shot in the chest like that. And then they have it on camera. And the thing that really irks people is the cops. Well, of course, they're suspended with, with pay, but they're suspended. The cops have uh, the, the cameras, you know, that they're supposed to wear. During the altercation, they said both their cameras fell off. So 
people are saying, yeah, sure, sure, both cameras fell off. Mm-hmm. But the people got it on their cell phone, right? So I was looking more into that and exactly how, like, you know, police shootings and everything. How many, there, there was, like, I believe they, from the research I've done, that there's 900,000 you know, part-time, full-time security, police officers, stuff like that, police force type of people. And, uh, I mean, even if just, like, 1% is bad, that's that's thousands of people right there. You know, 1%, 99% are good, and only 1% are bad. Because you, you're not going to get everybody out that's, that's not good. You know, you still have that mentality of some of them who were picked on in high school, and now they're going to prove themselves. You know, I, I mean, I got, I got fraternity brothers and friends who are police officers who I never would have thought would have been police officers because of, uh, let's say, just say rage factors. <laughs> they get very upset very quickly. They're not cool-headed people. They are not cool-headed people, which it's great if that's your backup. Like, if I'm a police officer and I got crazy dude behind me because I'm not super crazy, I'm glad you're there with me because, hey, if things go down, I know you got my back. But at the same time, if things go down and somebody has a camera, you 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 might get suspended with pay or arrested or it's if it, it, they say they say police shootings shooting people is going down uh, statistically and that could be in part because of cameras now that can be in part because uh, a new generation is now becoming cops which is less racist. Which if you if you're gonna tell me some cops aren't racist, I'm gonna call yeah BS on that. There there's there's definitely cops. I've I've personally I personally can say that there's police officers who are racist or prejudiced against uh, black people, against you know Latinos, against certain people, and it's not and it's not it's not necessarily just black people or it poor people. So it could be white people too. It's typically poor people. The way you look, you fit a certain description. I know when I wore when college when I wore my fitted hats and my tall tees, the big tees that I would wear, I would get you know I, I wasn't I would get searched for no reason. That happened to me on on two or three occasions. That happened to me. Right, pulled out of my car, pulled over for what reason? I wasn't given a ticket. You know, they they just they, I look, I fit a description, get pulled over. They asked me if I have weapons. They'd search my car, stuff like that. I didn't know any of my rights, so I would you know just go with it. Right now I know my rights, but also uh, when I'm driving around, I don't wear my fitted anymore, and I don't you know put my music all the way up. So so it, you know I draw less attention to myself was what I'm trying to say. But from what I saw in the video, it's uh, you don't shoot a man in the chest like that, you know. Was he going? I mean, I wasn't there. Was he going for his gun? From the video, it doesn't look like it. And they had to take the gun out of his pocket. And yes, he is a big man. But to shoot a man in the chest four times, killing him. I mean, you you're not Judge Dredd. You're not Judge Dredd. So you can't you can't do that. We we have due process. We have you know. But I guess after being in in in, in the police force in certain areas, you start to become. Uh, how can I put it? Not numb to it, but you start to think differently. You know, you a lot of times you deal with some of the worst people in society. So you feel like, hey, if he dresses like this or he looks like this, then he probably is this, you know, which is it's sad because you, you stereotype people in that. The only thing that, that really, this is what really made me mad is because I saw it on Fox News. And they show the mugshot of the dude, right? There's there's ones that I've seen with him smiling in a polo, and it looks like a nice dude. But the one they show him is the mugshot 
of him with gold teeth and everything and make him look real hardcore gangster. And then they talk about his past offenses, which he sold weed, I believe, and had a, a gun on him. So they, he went to prison for five years. And before that, something else happened with assault. But still, like, we're, we're not talking about what he did do. We're just talking about this certain situation. What, what happened at that time, you know? You wouldn't, you wouldn't put... To do that, it's like, oh, well, this guy... He was a uh, tax evader back in 2001, and then 2006 he was a he he got a DUI. That's right, he got a DUI, and he hit somebody and he hurt him, and he went to prison for a year. And then they show that mugshot, like that had nothing to do with what happened now. That had nothing to do with that. All right, like just focus on the, like you're painting a picture in society's mind of the way he he is to justify what happened to him and you you shouldn't do that as a news organization shouldn't do that but again you you it's divide and conquer that's all it comes down to divide and conquer so they got to get each group arguing with each other you know so it's going to turn into something some big and it's sad that this is happening again um but it you know it's happening again and uh people are going to say oh you it's racism and the other half is going to say no you people need to just respect the law and do what they say and very authority it's it's crazy because a lot of people who say respect the law and do what they say which if if a cop comes up to me and tells me turn around put your hands behind your back i'm gonna do it just because i've seen situations not only on news but in real life of people getting stopped i don't want to get stopped you know what i mean i i, I don't want that but it sucks because it, it's it's kind of like you can't tell how, how can you tell somebody to, that the government is trying to infringe on your rights, but at the same time give officers, you know, people in the police force and be like, they can do what they want. You know, they, they, if they want to search you, better, you better let them search you. And if they want to, if you have nothing to hide, then, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty. Well, that's the same way of saying with the NSA, oh, well, you know, if I have nothing, I'm not saying anything bad, so that's okay if they listen to us. It's weird how, how, how the infringement on rights is different in everybody's eyes. So that sounded like a, uh, my mind was pretty scattered brain on that. But I was trying to explain a complex issue in an uncomplex way with a moron's brain. So that's why it's difficult to do that sometimes. Right now in the Mediterranean Sea, the Russian warships versus a U.S. destroyer. That's what happened. Yeah, a Russian war. They're in the Mediterranean Sea. This U.S. destroyer, which is... Uh, in the Mediterranean Sea fighting ISIS, bombing them, shooting missiles and stuff. And Russia, and they have the video on uh, Yahoo, Russia, the ship was like next to them, getting closer and closer, and then cuts in front of them and gets like 300 yards. That's how close it gets to them. And this is the second or third time something, something like this has happened. It's like they're almost playing chicken out there, Russia and the United States. And, of course, Russia's saying, oh, look at the United States being aggressive with us. And the United States is saying, oh, Russia's being aggressive. And, um, man, let's not start a World War III. Can we not do that? Can we not do that? And it's, it's, it's scary because a lot of people are like, oh, so what? That doesn't, that doesn't affect us. I don't want to hear about that. There's nothing I can do about that. True, there's nothing you can't do about that. Does it not affect you? No, it does affect you because if World War III pops off or something like that, that affects everybody. That's some scary stuff right there. So that's what's happening in the Mediterranean Sea. And also, some other news from across the water. Nigel Farish, Farage, Nigel, that's just such a British name. Nigel, Nigel, he, the, the leader of UKIP, resigned. 
This dude, for the past, I don't know, 17 years or whatever, has been trying to get Britain out of the European Union. And now that they are out, he's just like, well, my job's done. And uh, we're, yeah, I'm going to retire now. I want to go do other stuff. Which a lot of, because the prime minister quit, people didn't know who's going to be the next prime minister. And some people thought, oh, it might be somebody from UKIP because they're the UKIP because they're the ones that help lead it. And then you had the one dude who looks like, like uh, he's kind of like a pudgier Donald Trump. He said he doesn't want to be prime minister. And then this guy retires. It's like, okay, well, nobody wants to lead the UK or nobody wants to lead Britain. Like, come on, somebody needs to lead and nobody wants to do it anymore. Taking off to work? All right. Is daughter asleep? No, I just left her on the bed. You left her on the bed? You know she can roll off and fall and hit her head. It's okay? Oh, okay. You put a helmet on her at least? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Nice. All right. Have a good day at work making me money. Go make me money, woman. Huh? Go make me money, woman. I'm going to make you my money so I can leave you. Oh, awesome. She's going to make money so she can leave me. I think she's half serious when she says that. More than half serious. She's probably really serious when she says that. Everybody says, like, why don't you go get a job? Listen, I put her through school, all right? I may work 60, 70 hours a week. I'm not going to go into that. Anyway, but, yeah, that was it. That was, that's, what happened in, that's what happened in Britain, and that's what happened in Russia, and in Louisiana, and Oklahoma, and Fourth of July, and the people who took my surveys. So this is, this is a good podcast. I like it. A little shorter one, but it was a good podcast. All right, so this week coming up, I have a show Wednesday. Well, actually, this week, today, Wednesday and Thursday, I will be at the Improv Comedy Club with Jay Wycott and George Anthony. So uh, come check that show out on Saturday or Friday, of course. Every night, every Friday, we have the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. So come check that out on min- midnight. That's a free show, Saturday, 10 o'clock, coming back with the Blind Tigers set list or the, uh, what's the other name that we came up with? Um, there's another name that we came up with, but go check that out. That's a fun show, Blind Tiger, 10 o'clock. They're like, oh, yeah, the show you don't even know the name for? Yeah, the show I don't even know the name for that I created here in San Antonio. Go to it because it's free on a 10 o'clock Saturday. Where's the Blind Tiger Comedy Club? Underneath the Magic Time Machine. Where's the Magic Time Machine? Google it. So I don't know why I got so aggressive with that. I got really aggressive with that, but... Go check out. This is going to be a good show. On the 22nd, I have The Conspiracy Show. That's right. It's been almost a year. Bringing back The Conspiracy Show on the 22nd. Got some guys from Austin. We're going to do our stuff. It's going to be a good show. Come check that one out. That one's $10. That's Friday at 10 o'clock. The Conspiracy Show on the 22nd. The 15th and the 16th, I will be in Corpus Christi at uh, one of the theaters they have there with Vatos Locos. That's the guys putting on the show. I'll be headlining that. So come check those out, the two theater shows. It's a little theater, but that's cool. I, I heard it's a real cool place from George. Uh, George Anthony, If you go check out his podcast, MGB Podcast. That's Meet George and Blair. It's a really funny podcast. It's uh, not PG, PG-13 like mine. It's more uh, rated R or triple X. So go check that show. I need to get back on that podcast. I haven't been on that podcast in a while. So you can also find me at Funny Man Comedy Works. Funny Man, that's one word. Comedy Works, Funny Man Comedy Works, or Josh Cabasa, that's C-A-B-A-Z-A, on Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Check out those videos that I put out every Tuesday. Tomorrow, like I said, we're going to have another survey that I'm going to put out as well. Um, So check that out. Comment, like, share. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, uh, comment on there. Like it, share it, let other people know about it. 
that way I can make t-shirts and sell them to you. No, that way I can, uh, more people listen to it, you know? Because uh, if not, hey, at least this is a fun thing to do with my son. Hey, your son's not even on the podcast right now. I know. He's back over there in the back room uh, watching his little Chipmunks movie. I think that's what he's doing. I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. I'm going to check on him real quick. All right, so I'm going to go check on him real quick before I end it. Wait for what? I don't want to Wait a minute. Do you have an idea? Yeah, I have an idea. Those are two things he says all the time now. Wait a minute. I have an idea. What's the idea? And then he just says nothing, which is weird just because my, my roommate, one of my best friends, my, my best friend in college, he, uh, he, he used to say that as a kid, like he knew new English, no English from the Philippines. He's that black guy Filipino. And he came, to the United, he came to the United States when he was like eight. Well, he was born in the United States, Alaska and stuff. Or I don't know exactly where he was born. But anyway, he used to say that all the time. He's just like, I have an idea. That was the only thing he knew in English because of some, I think because of Ghostbusters is what he said. That's why he always said, I have an idea. All right. Hey, are you going to say bye, son? Bye. Hey, get over here. Don't take the toys over there. You got to keep them here. Wait. You got to keep them here. Wait. Shh. You're not finished yet? What did you want to say? Say it. Wait. It's not finished yet. What are you going to say? I want to say bye. Say bye. No, no, no. You don't want to say bye? Then what do you want to say? Dude, you're wasting these people's time. They got things to do. All right? Let's, no, let's. Okay, thank you all for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Wait. <laughs> Why do you keep saying wait? You don't even say anything. I'm to wait. Okay, we're waiting. Go. No, all the Isaiahs. What? All the Isaiahs. All the Isaiahs? Yeah, all the Isaiahs like me. Okay, shout out to all the Isaiahs like him. That's what he wanted to say. Do you want to say anything to George again? George, George never hit you back, did he? The last podcast, he never said nothing, right? Hey. Hey, yeah, don't play with pens because then you write on everything. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the episode of Daddy No. You can catch us every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, I don't put them up on YouTube anymore, but what I'm going to start doing is putting like uh, every month. Once a month, I'm going to start putting like the best of. So I'm going to put uh, the best of June on YouTube. So go take a look at that. But thank you guys for listening to another episode of Daddy No. And listen every Wednesday. And hope you guys have a good week. You want to say bye? No, wait. I want... Say bye. No, wait. All right. Thanks, guys. Wait. <laughs>